Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture got to play long cast. Whoa, 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 slow down. It's fine. Easy, man. Our show features the open-minded <laughs> musics of two late 40s curmudgeons staring uh, down the... And it's late 40s, my friend. Staring yeah, down the prospect he, of entertainment relevance. Uh, I'm your co-host, uh, the latest of the 40s, uh, currently until until my other co-host uh, catches up. My name is Bill. Yeah, we're, we're in that month period where Bill is, is older than I am. It's a great conjunction. You know, what is it? Yeah. Mercury is in retrograde. They're crossing Mercury, each other up in the heavens. Yes, align um, with the, the, the... When the Venus aligns with Jupiter. And I, I've heard that. Neptune heard that. and... Yeah. Uh, I am from a, a corporate entity, a teeming conglomerate called American Caesar Enterprises, which is the official purveyor of probes and all probe-related items for extraterrestrial visitors. <laughs> and uh, I am joined, as always, by a, a slim drink of water on the other side of the microphone here. We're, we're already punchy, my friend. There already. Great. Uh, my name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of the big quiz thing, the trivia game show spectacular, and the number one provider of team building trivia events among uh, alien gray uh, uh, spaceship um, crews. You know, it's it's a big trip flying from you know outer rings of you know uh, planet R to get to Earth to probe people with American Caesar Enterprises items. So you really need to focus on team building among the crews because I never thought about fine together for a long time. Yeah. So they hire my company to do uh, team building trivia. The tough thing is it's really hard for me to know what movies, what TV shows, what music that, you know, we know in our culture have permeated the culture of, you know, yeah. Antares, Antares or Beetlejuice. Yeah, or it's those, tough. Yeah. The, the Zeta Reculi natives, it, we really don't know. I, I brought in Betty and Barney Hill as consultants. Yes, but, um, highly paid you know, uh, sharpshooters, but they've been dead yeah, for 35 they're, they're years. Not yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not so really, me. ultimately, that's the problem. <laughs> ultimately, the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> anyway, we are very punchy. Uh, welcome to our show. All right, we're going to... We're going to take it down a little well, bit. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, on our show, what we do is we like to look at a pop culture topic. Um, you know, I wind up explaining to people sometimes when I you, say... Usually pop culture. It wasn't pop culture last week. Not right? necessarily, no. But uh, what right. I... Wait, I what did we do last week? Was last week Ozempic or am I forgetting something? Uh, no, I think you're forgetting something. No, last week was Borg. Borg. Yeah, Borg. Uh, yes. Okay. So what, when I explain our podcast to somebody who doesn't know who I am or has never met me before, or is in my basement uh, currently gagged and bound, and I'm trying to get them oh, to... Oh, come on. Trying to get Stop them to... Well, that. we were talking about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer before... Uh, right. You need someone to test the probes on, you know, before you sell them to the... To I always... I always tell the new, reticular I always tell the new fish. I said, "Look, I mean, don't go by the name of the podcast because it really sounds like we're just two old men who are here trying to shit on things." You know, right? Just, just, I don't just, get it. Yeah, we yeah. Just, we, sometimes we get it. Sometimes, yeah, the, we get it. I mean, yeah. I, I think the title's right, but it it just it, with us equals something that like it's almost inevitable where you just think, "Oh, these are just two you know two guys who are just going to be sitting here stomping on." Whatever the fuck. Anyway, the whole point of our show is that we like to audition things, give it a day in court, see if we actually yeah. understand and or vibe yes. with it. It's punching yes. through the veil of ignorance because more often than yes. not, one of us yes. suggests a topic to the other that we have not heard of before and there's a chance to illuminate ourselves in a little crash course on what this thing might be. Chances are to be forgotten by next week. This is one of those exact <laughs> things that Noah had no idea of this week's topic. Never heard of it. Yeah, Never until, heard of it till you I brought it up. So, and now I wish I hadn't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you will make up your mind, America and the rest of the oh, world, and everyone from Antares oh. and Zeta Reticuli. Uh, oh. Our topic this week is a thing, an object in space, a three-dimensional uh, person, oh, God. A, a non-zero number, an integer, something oh, called my God. Baby Gronk. Oh, God. Baby Gronk is the online sobriquet of Madden San Miguel. 
a ten-year-old boy who achieves something named great. after a video game series. Not the got not the Manjon Ben, but the video game series. Well, a video game series named after yeah, but it's it's separate from John. It's separate from John Madden, exactly. Right, right. And who, by the, the way, I I don't know if I told this before. John Madden uncannily, uncannily looked like my evil, mean sixth-grade gym teacher. Who, by the way, was a woman named John so, Madden. There you go. <laughs> no, not named John Madden, but. She was, as far as I could tell, female, and she looked uncannily like John. Also, I don't. I, I'm sorry to, to, you know, look shame, but she was a terrible person. She was a... So uh, this ten-year-old boy I'm describing uh, achieved some degree of viral fame in June when he was featured in a series of wildfire TikToks that caught on to some degree of renown. Um, San Miguel, Madden San Miguel, is a football player, you see, and he's being pushed by his father, Jake San Miguel, into the glare of the spotlight in order to make a shitload of money off the youngster who apparently is deemed at this point a future star by his snake oil hustler of a father yeah he's uh, 10 he's 10 he's, he's 10, 10. <clears throat> uh i need to pivot for a second here because that, like that's what i just said was something that might make sense to you but we have to talk about why we are discussing this today it's not just because there is a child on earth who likes to play football it is because of this uh, we will specifically explain what we're talking about here. So in March, the parents of this 10-year-old football player known as Baby Gronk, which, of course, he was called that as a nickname on account of his heavy birth weight, which is the Gronk part is a reference to uh, a retired football player, a beefy man named Rob Gronkowski, who I believe was a New England Patriot. New, uh, New he's one of those, one yeah. of those teams. Yeah. Uh, so the father uploaded a video to his YouTube and his social media pages of this young kid. Apparently, he was already... Uh, father was convinced that he was uh, good at what he did the kid was already dressed up with the helmet and the pads and all that shit already nfl material at 10 yes uh yes uh so madden san miguel uh was then he he gets a head start on his on his brain being you know not yet fully formed you can't even say the word ct yeah Yeah, exactly what is what is what is it uh, chronic traumatic encephalitis you know yeah yeah that's Uh, that's nice so san miguel the kid is seen meeting the fame ball louisiana state university gymnast olivia dunn this is a weird intersection uh who this is a young person known as livy to her over seven million tiktok followers she is apparently a uh well compensated uh athlete a collegiate athlete a very attractive person from the south a massive social media profile herself a fame ball as we're going to use the term fame ball a number of times here so, uh, Baby Gronk plus this young blonde gymnast that Baby Gronk was introduced to in a video is seized upon by a TikTok user named Henry Detola, who goes about himself. He, he uses the handle Hoopify, the two O's being turned to zeros. So it's ho zero pify if you're thinking of it literally. He shared a clip from the original video and added his own commentary, sprinkling slang throughout. He's looking at the camera while they're showing this clip. It's essentially a video of another video in a TikTok. Thus, we get the viral gibberish, which seemed to crisscross Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram a week or two ago. And I quote, Livy just convinced baby Gronk to commit to LSU. Livy rizzed him up. That's, rizzed him up. Rizzed him Livy up. Rizzed him up. Yeah, nothing to do with Riz Ahmed, the incredibly talented, uh, delightful British actor. No, not at all. This is Livy Rizzed him up. So what I just said to you, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Baby Gronk, vis-a-vis the TikTok meme, via this other guy. It is. That's it. Look, we are two grown men doing some good faith commenting on this phenomenon. Not much more complicated than what I've just laid out for you here. 
And I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. I really am sorry that this is what you're listening to now. But if, if we have to do this, you've got to listen to us. And I am, I am, I could not be more sorry to anybody that than to know at this moment because I brought this into his life. And no, I would like for you to tell me a little bit about what was your reaction to this. All right. So back up. I, 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 I. This kid was already somewhat internet famous, right? Just because he's a football prodigy and his dad is a big. His dad's some kind of professional marketing guy and a big social media hustler. Yeah, but right? it's, it was a different, yeah, different strain of fame. To, right. To where, where, do they, where do these people live? They're definitely, they're definitely in the South. They have an accent. They're somewhere south of Dixie, you know. Okay. So, um, so then he goes to LSU, and, and Livy is already a huge star. Olivia Dunn. She's a, what, a gymnast? Yeah. Very, very popular in social media. She's already made a ton of money on endorsements. She is something like the highest paid female college athlete in the country or something. So, you know, rizzed them up. Riz is a term derived from charisma. The idea is like, you know, she gave him a boost because everyone watches her. So now she, she loans some of her charisma to him. And now uh, this guy, Jake San Miguel, the dad, is pushing Madden, baby Gronk, really hard and hasn't been interviewed. And people are talking to him on social media. And then, you know, this guy is a social media hustler. He's pushing it. He's pushing it. He's pushing it. Um, I think this phenomenon is terrible on nearly every level. First of all, you run into the problem we have a lot with, with celebrity now is um, these people strike me as very dull and fake. If you watch that video of him meeting uh, Olivia Dunn, it is so funny. Hey, you're that kid from the internet. Yes, I am Baby Gronk. Nice to meet you. You should go to LSU. It's great. The kid's 10, by the way. He's visiting colleges and they're kissing his, I don't know, theoretically. That's what social media tells us. They're kissing his ass because they want him to come there and play football in eight years. Um, so I find these people to be very dull and boring. Speaking of which, I had heard the name Rob, Rob Gronkowski, but I didn't. I just knew he was a football player. And I read his Wikipedia page. And people were like, he's a god. He's one of the greatest football players ever. He's, he's the greatest tight end ever. And I'm like, man, I am so divorced from football, from sports. Like, apparently this guy is huge, and I all I knew is, oh, he plays football. And, he play, so he, and his whole career already happened because he's on the other side. I know. It just shows you how divorced I am from this crap. Um, and your wife. The biggest, yes. The biggest problem with this, and I know I've talked about this with other topics, is the whole social media milieu of everything just being so competitive and toxic like, there's a video, one of the newest videos on Baby Gronk's official Instagram page, clearly made by his dad, is just so, like, he's so big. Everyone talks about him on social media. Like, look at all the followers, but these people don't like him. He lives rent-free in their head. Ha, ha, ha. He's better than these people. And now Taylor Swift even is thinking about talking about him. But this guy's criticizing him. It sucks. It's just the boasting, the boasting, the boasting, the one-upping the setting up these rivalries. I found this guy, uh, another 10-year-old football kid called Baby Diggs. I didn't read why Diggs. And it's like, Baby Diggs calls out Baby Gronk. These are 10-year-old boys. Like, <laughs> why does it have to be a fight? Why does it have to be, you know, why, why is, we talked about this with rappers a lot, like the beef and the rivalry. Like, why? It's so, it's just adding toxicity into society. And when you're you're adding it to children, it just feels even worse. Um, there's another problem. This is a smaller one. It makes me feel old. We talked about this. We don't know who these people are or what rizzing means. Or even beyond that, every time I watch TikTok videos, they just seem to be created in this 
this media language that I don't understand. It's like Esperanto, I mean, always, you know? Right, a little. Like, I've always been... I mean, this is, you know, my criticism. I say everyone's, everyone's uh, illiterate because they don't know how to watch TV. Well, TikTok videos are, are an art form, a form of media in and of themselves, a medium, form of media, a medium in and of itself. And, like, I don't know how to read that at all. Like, I'm completely illiterate when it comes to TikTok. Um, but one thing that I think has been getting the most criticism is um, Jake San Miguel, I believe, look, you know, maybe I shouldn't judge. I'm not a parent. But from what I see, he is a really bad parent. And if you Google Baby Gronk right now, all the first articles are about uh, Barstool Sports. You know, this, what is it, a radio show, internet show? No, it's just sort of a, um, like a portal. It's, it was like blogging and podcasts right. and all that shit. Yeah. So they interviewed Baby Gronk with his dad. And the video is really, I mean, everyone's saying this. Make Everyone, everyone makes me really uncomfortable because they're asking questions and the dad is just interrupting and saying, no, 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 ask it again. Say this, say this, like on camera, telling him how to answer and helicopter parenting in a really creepy, manipulative way. And he's a 10 year old boy. And, you know, fine. If he's got a personality and you want to interview him and he's funny and he's cute and he's insightful for a 10 year old, that's great. You know, that can happen, but it's just really, he's using his son, um, to you know, push his agenda using his son as a tool. We've talked about this with, with uh, some former topics. Ryan's world, the Holderness family, and there's a term I read called, in relation to this, sharenting. Love it, neologism. I love it. Yeah. Right, and I read there's a there's a there's a law article about it at uh, uh, UFL whatever that is, um, and I read the abstract. And the, the headline part says, children have an interest in privacy, yet a parent's right to control the upbringing of his or her children and a parent's right to free speech may trump this interest. And here's, here's the bit from the abstract that I thought was, you know, they talk about sharenting, they coined the term or, or delve into the term. So here, here's the bit I pulled out. Try to keep it brief. When parents share information about their children online, they do so without their children's consent. These parents act as both gatekeepers of their children's personal information and as narrators of their children's personal stories. This dual role of uh, parents in their children's online identity gives children little protection as their online identity evolves. A conflict of interest exists as children might one day resent the disclosures made years earlier by their parents. Now, look, there's been a problem of this of some form since time immemorial. Children are controlled by their parents, yet they are human beings who someday will be independent adults. So, you know, where's the line between their interest and their lack of ability to look out for their own interest? I, I believe, to the extent I know, good parenting is, is moving that line in an intelligent way. Sometimes it's got to be one side. Sometimes it's got to be the other. Jake San Miguel seems to be dealing with this in a very bad way. Um, the one good thing here I found is that the clapback to this seems fierce and intelligent. Uh, I think people are calling, you know, all these articles about the Boston sports thing are calling it out, I think, in a way that needs to be called out. This is creepy. This is weird. He's a child. Jake San Miguel needs to calm the fuck down. And I found one TikTok video that that really pleasantly surprised me. There is a woman who is uh, Lacey Jane Brown. She's just some kind of online influencer about sports. And she was somewhere where she met Baby Gronk. Oh, the dad. The dad does. He 
very aggressive social media. He DMs people and just like basically harasses them into meeting with his kid. And he gets video and then he shoots a video and whatever. So she basically uncovered like what happened in shooting the video. And she said, this guy was very creepy and very weird. And he told me to take my top off, you know, not my top, my jacket, because it'll be sexier. And she's like, this is a 10 year old boy. And she even says something that maybe I should be saying more. She's like, I'm not a parent. I try not to judge other people's parenting, but this is creepy and weird and he's manipulative and he's just a child. I think you covered everything. No, honestly. (laughs) I did, yeah. Operative, the the sort of active ingredient in this is child exploitation. I heard, you know, you said sharenting, which I have in my notes here. What I really love is that dad was being dug into using this term called clout bait. You know, we haven't not really talked oh, about. Oh, that's a good one. We yeah, haven't talked. We that. haven't talked about clout chasing here because it hasn't. I mean, yeah. it hasn't really have an intersectional for that sort of thing. Don't, don't go. Don't go chasing clouts, my friend. Don't go chasing my clout. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, get get off of my clout. It was stones. Uh, I, I what is it? Uh, I, clouts in my coffee. Clouts in my coffee. Yeah, clouts in my <laughs> coffee. Yeah. I really don't know clout at all. all right, uh, yeah, clout busting. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just go. You Just get go. The point. So yeah. it's it's there's like so many weird pieces here. The child exploitation angle is, is terrible. You know, the dad rationalizes this if you ask him by saying, "Look, I'm just trying to earn money for him now, so the kid doesn't have to work hard later." Right. Yeah, he does say that. He says that. He says, okay. "I separate this from his real life. I wanted to make the NFL, but it's still a long shot, so he's got to have money." The, the, he the says dad, that. He says the that. The dad still yeah. wants to buy a Mercedes Benz Silver Ghost or whatever. You know, it's like he still <laughs> wants to buy a fucking Merce- no Rolls Royce Silver. Rolls Royce. Sorry, Rolls Royce. Thank you. Thank um, you. Come on. No. 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 You're your, your rich uh, snob, not snob, your rich uh, blue blood cars, please. Yeah, the ones dri- dri- driven by um, John Gilgood and Arthur. Um, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, that's really d- d- distressing. And, of course, I mean, you know, it's it's a tale as old as time because this is what people had done since, you know, since the beginning of all this shit. You know, the weird intersection of uh, Olivia Dunn came up because I'd never really heard of her before. And to realize that it's like, well, a person who is in a collegiate athletics. I mean, look, we've had this with, with male basketball players for the last 30 years where you could make close to millions when you're in school. Um you know, but and you're still considered amateur, but there were rules about how much money you could make, which completely get bent and eradicated and broken and, and, and scrapped and stretched and whatever, you know, incinerated, where now you, you could quite literally be very wealthy, but, you know, when you're, in, when you're in college, which is still against the rules of the NCAA. Um, but the reality is, is that, you know, what, what Olivia Dunn is doing, it's off topic, is that she's earning now. She actually is doing this thing where who knows what her earning potential will be. She may have to be a pharmaceutical rep. Like, what is the... What is right. Her, well, she's... Yeah, she's a gymnast. Right. right? What, is, what, is a gym, a, what is like, a career yeah. for a good high, a good collegiate gymnast? That's not really a... That's not a job. Uh, you know, you, 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 you earn the money now and then you, you, know, you teach will. or coach or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So she's got millions or now. Or become a pharmaceutical rep. Yes. She, exactly. She's got millions now and that's really interesting. Uh, check, check the New York Times. There was an article about that, you know, where the New York Times apparently... They took a firestorm of shit for a really kind of sexist bent article about Olivia Olivia Dunn. It was, didn't do them any credit at all. Um, yeah, and so you know, the, the the Josh San Miguel seems to have his son as his day job, which is really dispiriting. You know, if you want to just boil it down to, that's what we're looking at. Oh, and 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 this is the other thing is that um, the whole concept of the TikTok too. I mean, again, this is the reason that we're talking about. It's not because of the YouTube video, not because of the kids acting as a football player, but because this kid. Um, uh, Hoopify made just the dumbest TikTok. It it it, it is it is emblematic and illustrative of all the bad, all the terrible things about what TikTok could be in that. 
Henry De, Henry Detola is a, a dead-eyes department store mannequin who thinks he's making comedy or entertainment by staring. Isn't it, but is it being ironic? No. Is it being ironic? No, it's not. Okay. Look, I couldn't tell. He's staring blankly into his ring light and inventing some new form of glossolalia, like a, like a Southern Baptist preacher who was hit on the head with a rock. You know. Livy just convinced Baby Gronk to commit to LSU. Baby Gronk is the number one college football prospect in the country. He averages 300 yards and five touchdowns a game. On his visit to LSU, Livy rizzed him up. Why do people give a shit about this poor child? Well, it's a confluence as, you know, again, a lot of these things we're talking about is the, the traffic intersection of a ridiculously burly child in football gear who's being treated somehow like a romantic competitor. For the gymnast done, which you know, it's 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 a little bizarre. <laughs> the gymnast done, yeah, it's, it's as she is known. It's inherently foolish and creepy. And then when you cross that uh, with the word salad of, of a hoopify, you get a phenomenon which the recent past probably could not have been converted to a revenue stream. However, everything I just described to you appears to be one of the more solid and reputable ways now to earn a living as an influencer in America. It is a very solid, reliable job, whereas at one point, working in a mill or a factory or a fireman or a police officer has right. now, been, now been replaced by put, wearing a, ba a, basketball a, a baseball cap backwards, looking to right. a ring light and saying ridiculous things over TikTok. But, but, by the way, twice in probably the last six months as I've been getting into Reddit, I've seen a Reddit Ask Reddit question. What is the most useless job? And in both of those, 90% of responses were influencers. Uh, I, thought, I thought they were going to say... People hate influencers. I thought they were going to say, uh, you know, uh, 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 anesthesiologist or surgeon or something like that. Yes. <laughs> Who's yeah, got the most useless job? Anesthesiologist. All right. So why, why do you think it's popular? Uh, look, people love football. I'll, I'll never understand it. I'm not going to get into my big football problem now. I'll, I'll just say what I've said many times. The most honest sport... You know what I think the most honest sport is? Professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is the most honest sport. And if you really want to know why, uh, DM me at the Noah Tarno on Instagram. Uh, so people love football. Social media is the juice that powers our interactions now, yet no one knows how to use it. So great, awesome. Uh, little kids are cute, right? The novelty of look at this little kid dressed like a football player, winning these games, you know. I mean, he doesn't seem to have much of a personality, but he's a cute little boy, so why not? Um, look, I think this is flash in the pan. I think it's short-lived. So hooray that the dad is paying lip service to saving money, right? Uh, we'll see if he really is, right? You know, I, I can imagine a scenario where he's like, oh, man, I guarantee you he's going to be in the NFL. He's not saying that. But I don't. I don't know what he's really. I doing think it will matter right? by the time he gets, you know, he's of age. He'll, he'll he will have earned out, and they'll own that silver ghost by that point. You know. Yeah, but I don't know if I like playing football. I'd want to be in the NFL regardless of the money, right? Sure, I, I guess mean, so. Yeah. There's an honor to it. Why not? Baby Gronk cheated on Livy Dunn. Noah, would you slash I have loved this as a kid? Would we have loved it? Would we have been rizzed by it? Not even close. No, because I mean, first of all, I never ever liked football. My dad dragged me into a couple football games when I was a kid. When we lived in New Jersey, he was a Jets fan, and I just found football to be so damn tedious. I still don't understand the rules to football. No, it, it, it's intentionally, it's, it's in some ways the most American sport because it's the, it's it's the so, most arbitrary. I have no idea. I don't understand it. And also, why do we call, like, soccer I don't like that much either, but, like, soccer makes sense. And that should be called, we should call it football. We should, we should when I'm dictator, we're calling it football. 
even though I don't really care that much. Uh, I, I got to be mean about some things, so I'll be mean about that. That's right? what you're that won't, that, won't, that, that won't really hurt anyone. It'll just piss them off. Now you so mean just, it begins now. It begins at this point. It be, it, yes, if only. Uh, no, I always hated football. And also, I think I'd have the jealousy over, why are people rising me, you know? And, <laughs> I tried, but you don't I mean, let me. Right. I know. Yeah, well. My doctor says I got to be rizzed a little less. It's not good for my health. Um, That's why no, you put your statins. Right. I mean, it depends, you know, when as a kid are we talking about? If I'm a teenager, I think the jealousy would hit harder because, like, he's just a little kid. Come on. Like, you know, oh, he's, I'd be more jealous of a 10-year-old if I were, like, 16. By the time I was in my 20s, I wouldn't care. But there'd always be some form of jealousy. So, yeah, I, this would have been so far off my radar. It would be literally you know unmeasurable the sports sportiness of this whole thing uh yeah it's very sporting that's the problem isn't it? but i i mean as yeah. much as like the really the phenomenon is the dumbass tiktok i mean that's that's the that is the giver of the thing what's inside of it are, is, is, are you the kid from the internet is, the kid from the internet that narrows it he's down. the one yeah he's the one yeah uh yeah. so that, that element of the fact that you know, this I'm, I'm with you in that you know traditional american sports football Baseball, basketball, they don't really do anything for me. Uh, I, w- I would have written off entirely. You know, and, and you know, to get back to your point, the shine is really off of football as any kind of innocent pastime. has been for a long while, but you're talking about how, how like intricately woven the head trauma issue is with the fabric of the game, you know. And, uh, by the way, t- just to emphasize this point, it is not recommended that a kid of, of San Miguel's age be training the way he is for a football career. Yeah. He is Do they when kids of that age do they tackle? No. It is touch. It's touch at that point. It's just touch football? Yeah. I, I don't know. Wait, but look at some of those videos of him. I think you see him tackling. Well, yeah, because you know he's tackling. Yes, but I'm saying it is. You're, it is. It is not recommended. It is not. Oh, it's not recommended yes. that you. Do. Well, whatever little league he's playing in, they don't give a shit about the recommendations. Clearly. Well, he could. Or, otherwise, he would be. Is there a penalty box in football? I understand. I don't understand how it works. Libby is not happy about this. She might even get back together with the Drip King. Is the rise of Baby Gronk um, in any way a sign of the apocalypse? No. Again, the the dawn of the Gronkening is is not a, is not a sign of the apocalypse. Like this is this is. I'm going to minimize it again. And this is I say this for my own sake. This is like my own um, you know ten step prayer. Um, this is dim people creating a circle jerk while making millions off of it, you know. Uh, but but look, if this was the thing that was going to already end of the world, it would have happened in 2003 with like Paris Hilton. And I was just thinking about <laughs> she was the you know a a preeminent fame ball of her day. And I, I don't mean to pick on Paris Hilton, of course. She had no charisma. She was an inner no person. no risk. And just... and again, if she, if she's feeling sad about what I'm saying, she could just pick up a stack of thousands and dab the corner of her eyes where the tears yeah, are coming from. Exactly. You know, but what is she doing now? Does she still have her fashion brand or whatever? Yeah, thing? whatever. She's exactly. And who she, cares? She inherited. Yeah. Who cares? Does it matter now? But it's, Does it matter now? But it's like I, like I said, I don't mean to hammer this person, you know, because they're they're we're we're, we're doing some reevaluation of the of the young women that we treated uh, unfairly, and and granted, there are certain things about her that were terrible, but she's just a human being, blah blah blah. I pick it because Paris Hilton was a person who I remember was being described as being famous for being famous. There was not a thing she did. There wasn't. It was just merely fame parthenogenically developed passively 
rather than it was achieved and earned through some sort of hard work. And that was a phenomenon that hadn't really existed in too many other places. It was... Uh, no, that's happened. When we were kids, there was Zsa Zsa Gabor, remember? Zsa Gabor's an actor. All the Gabor sisters were actors. All right, fine. I mean, Paris Hilton was an actor. She was in some... Well, well that was some after... House, she was in that House of Wax, Wax. remake. That was after she was... The, yeah, that was after she was already yeah. famous. Anyway, I just, okay, what fine. about, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I think this is a sign of the apocalypse. Um, because... You know, I mentioned this toxicity that just is permeating the, all of our discourse. The system of a down album? Yes, exactly. It's really, really bad. And I'm sure this isn't, you know, I mean, it, it goes to the highest levels of our government. You know, I mean, we've seen that in the last 10 years or whatever. And it just, it keeps coming. It keeps coming. And it's, you know, I'm sure it's reached 10-year-old kids before, but this is a sign of it, Right. There are no guardrails on on how Jake San Miguel, you know, does this to his kid. So more people are going to see this. More people are going to want to be rizzed up. So more people are going to put their kid out there and say, whatever the hell this kid does, I'm I'm having him call out so and so and having him chase down cheerleaders for riz. You know, it's just it's bad for children. It's bad for people. And then look. I don't like sports very much. I mean, some of it's okay. I'll watch a baseball game. I'll watch a hockey game with people. That's kind of fun. Uh, I hate football, but I, I've said this a million times. I think sports culture, and it's not just American, is so... I get the value of sports. I get how they bring people together. I get how they're entertaining. Competition can be fun, all that. But the way we simp for sports teams and players is so degrading. I mean, I was talking about this on Facebook the other day with uh, a friend in Las Vegas. They're having a parade for the Golden Knights who just won the NHL trophy. Like, a parade? These people are not heroes. They're getting paid a ton of money to, let's face it, play a children's game. You might say it's impressive, but they're not heroes. And um, I was I was telling Bill this before we started recording. It's especially timely for me this week. I was talking to two friends this week here who are big, big baseball fans. They're fans of the Giants and they're fans of the Oakland A's. And you might know the A's are very close to moving to Las Vegas. Uh, the team, uh, the owner, who's apparently this huge scumbag, wants to move them to Vegas. Vegas is giving them a better deal. The, the A's stadium in Oakland apparently needs some help. And, you know, the A's are a shitty team, apparently. So they did this. It's interesting. This week, look it up. They did a reverse boycott where the A's fans picked a night, just a random home game, and they just flocked and they sold it out. And they had all these signs. They're basically saying, sell the team. They want this guy who owns the A's to sell the team to someone who will keep them in Oakland. It's a long shot because the deal's almost done with Vegas. Vegas is going to pay so-and-so hundreds of million dollars in you know tax money to build their stadium. I mean, the idea that our tax money pays for this stuff, these hugely profitable teams, is beyond insulting, Right? You really want to make these a public good? Fine. Let us go to the games for free. Let the city get some of the profits instead of it going into the owner's pockets and, to a large extent, the player's pockets. Hey, are you that kid from the internet? Yeah, I'm baby mom. All right, Noah. We're going to talk about our last two subsections here, jealousy and the Felonian scale. Let's begin yes. with the sense of envy you feel from uh, Gronk. Oh, a ton. A ton. I said it before. You know, if I were a kid, I'd be very jealous. I'm still a little jealous. I wish I had this attention. You know, uh, but on the other hand, man, I'm glad I'm not Madden San Miguel. 
because even if he ends up with enough money to set him up for life and his dad is his dad's like i'm opening a savings account i mean <laughs> okay um you know even if his dad does do the right thing and this kid is set up for life after his star has faded in a month and a half or whatever um i don't know I, i'm glad i'm not named for a video game i was about to say do you know what the kid's brother's name is uh mario kart san miguel <laughs> Her name is, her name is Duck Hunt. Yeah, Pitfall, um, Pitfall San Miguel. Pit, Pitfall San Miguel, Demons and Diamonds San Miguel. Tetris San um, Miguel. Tetris San, that's too obvious. Uh, what was your favorite video game when you were little? Uh, how little were we talking about here? Like way back in the old days or like in well, my what's, 20s? What's the first system you had in Ata- your life? Atari. We had, we had Atari. Yeah, so. I had an Atari as well. Yeah. I think I like Pitfall. I think Pitfall was my Yeah, favorite. River Raid was a good one. Yeah. River Raid. I haven't thought of that in a while. Um... I, no, I'm just, I'm glad I'm not this kid because watch that Barstool Sports thing. His dad is just, even the look on his dad's face as they're asking questions, he's like monitoring it and ready to jump in. Like, you know, come on. This just can't be good. So I guess I'm balanced. I'm not jealous. Yeah, I, you know, the, the, um, I'm not jealous of the kid. The kid is kind of a phantom. Nobody, we don't, we're not, we can't really talk about a 10 year old child here i mean in a way we don't know who he is other than a cipher and the problem is, is that he is being pushed as his dad's retirement fund you know and and that's well i mean if you believe the guy the kids fund right if you believe the guy the money is going to the kid too. yeah i'm I mean, sure i'm sure okay. that, i'm sure that dad's eating uh stew out of a can at night yeah really <laughs> making sure he's cutting cutting the, i think there's going to be enough for both of them i mean that's the, the idea fat. here right so and I'm, for mario kart and i'm right? not i'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous of the dad who, let's be frank here, no, I'm sorry to be crapulent about this. He looks like he's like one police blotter report away from a domestic, oh. a domestic abuse. Uh, yeah. He does arrest. not He does not look like uh, no. someone I'd invite to my birthday party. No, no. and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not envious of Detola either, Hoopify, who's the origin of, the, of this phenomenon, who, who also appears to be suffering from CTE or perhaps... Early, early rapid onset dementia. Uh, and I'm not jealous of Livy Dunn, you know. So, so come at me, you know, where, where do you think this uh, thing falls on the scale? All right. Well, I, the thing I most thought this reminded me of, and I'm shocked you told me that you didn't think of this, is, I mean, is it still the lowest on your list, Ryan's World? Oh, well, no, there was something recently you said was even worse, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but that was, I mean, the thing is, Ryan's, that was only because, you know, um, like, like, what was it? Uh, Borg. Borg was essentially alcoholic. Oh yeah, you said. Did you, know? you say Borg was worse than Ryan's World? Did you say Borg that? is like real? Has the has the you know that's like putting alcohol in your body. It's pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? But it's every college student does that. I know, but it's except you. <laughs> and me I didn't do that but I lived in that culture and I saw it and half those people who are drunk half the time well, are doctors just, and you know I spec- millionaires now I, I, so. I specified by being non-specific merely by saying that Borg for instance was in the bottom third for definite sure I didn't okay I didn't, fine yeah, whatever yeah. alright so so Felonian scale we compare things to all our past topics so Ryan's World which if you don't know ugh is this internet series or something of a kid opening toys and being a little monster. He's got to be like 21 now. So he's he like 34 now? at least now. He's got to <laughs> sit sitting there smoking Marlboros as he's open toys he's, now. <laughs> he's running He's running for the Republican nomination this year. Um, <laughs> so I, I say this is not quite as bad as Ryan's World because apparently Ryan's World is not ephemeral. I mean, it's still in the toy aisle last time I checked. 
Uh, also, Ryan's world was annoying because they, they couldn't seem to grasp the idea of grammar and language at all. Remember, you made fun of it. Welcome to Ryan Worlds. Yeah, that's it. It was, um, Ryan, it was Ryan Worlds. Yeah. Also, Ryan's world has an element of, you know, the consumerism of opening crap and then not playing with it. I yeah. mean, I guess that <laughs> that's evened out by the CTE here. Yeah. So take Ryan's world, which is way below the, the x-axis, and then take something else I referenced, the Holderness family, where they are um, exploiting their children for clicks. That's some serious sharenting, right? Mm-hmm. So Ryan's world plus Holderness family, now you're way below zero. And then add something that's all right that ups it a bit. And I looked at semi-recent topics and I got to the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. Sure. Right? So here you go. Ryan's world plus Holderness family plus... Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. You re- you arrive at baby Gronk do 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 baby Gronk do 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 do. Grandma Gronk. This is aggressively dumb and yet preposterously lucrative uh, for so many people. And no way, it only makes me think of one thing: cameo, which is still bop, oh, still bopping around. Way better than this. Uh, I don't know about that. How is it? Wait, wait, no, wait. Why is cameo as bad? I don't remember what you said. No, about here's it. the thing: cameo is still extant. I think Baby Gronk was yes. Whatever it's Baby Gronk's going to go away. It will have been a spike, but cameo, I just think is like, hey, you got you want a message from John Lovitz? Here he is, and it's like. What? We don't need it, but it's not—it's not aggressively bad. But the sort of the size of cameo and the fact that it is an ongoing concern, you know, that it, it, I, I say not con- like I'm not concerned. I'm seeing an ongoing business. Um, that kind <laughs> I'm of. I'm concerned, but yeah, yeah, a different meaning of concern. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see the comparison, dude. You don't say to. what you want, but I you're do. crazy. All right, all right. So, so are we ever, ever going to think about baby Gronk again? No, that should I, be a new question. Are we ever going to think about this topic? What are you talking about? What'd you say that? What was that word? Exactly. Yeah. What, what did we just do? Anyway, so if you guys like to find past episodes of things that we hopefully will never reference again, uh, look on Apple Podcast, Apple Podcasts. That's what I meant. To Apple Podcasts. <laughs> the, the 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 I don't get it. Get off my long cast baseball cap is in stores now. Yes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Ryan's World. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill don't get it at gmail.com. Give us a review on the aggr- aggr- aggregators. Uh, that's how people find more podcasts. Activity, heat breeds heat in the world in the world of the algorithm. I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar, and uh, all the social medias, whether it's your Facetagram or Insta- Instator. At William Scurry is pretty much what you'll find me on all of these things. And uh, Noah will describe to you methods by which you could discover him in the world. I am all about the Big Quiz Thing. BigQuizThing.com, America's finest source for corporate, private, fundraising, trivia events nationwide, worldwide, uh, in-person, virtual, or hybrid. Summer is busy. we got a big week uh, coming up. Uh, listen to this. On Wednesday, we have events for McDonald's, right? I am loving it. I'm loving the fact that I'm getting paid by McDonald's. The JFK Library and Museum in Boston. Uh, Suffolk University, also in Boston. And uh, oh, a law firm who I can't tell you the name of. Um, not, not, but it's not, jun- not RFK Junior University in Boston? <laughs> no, not RFK <laughs> uh, No, the law firm is cool, uh, even though it's two days later. Oh, happy Juneteenth, everyone. And uh, it's Juneteenth themed. Which is fun because, you know, it just it, that ends up just being black history and culture. And there's a lot of fun stuff there. So we have a good time with that stuff. Uh, so check out uh, a lot of new stuff on our website, bigquisting.com. 
You can follow me on the media social at the Noah Tarno. I'm there, posting pictures of my cat, posting pictures of whatever. Headed to the beach this week, Bill. I love taking photos of the beach. You should do. I am king of the beach. King of the beach. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Until the next episode of the show where Noah rizzes me up until I can riz no further. We, we don't, don't get, get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.